morning. Welcome to the Friday edition of the Hometown Headlines newscast. This is John Druckenmiller at HometownHeadlines.com. Thanking you for joining us today. Busy 24 hours. Let's get to it. Number one, a developing story. We'll have more on this probably next week. Two mid-level administrators from the city of Rome have left employment. They have resigned, according to the city manager, following an investigation. Both had been on leave prior to their resignations last Friday. Business news today, an $800,000 permit for Panda Express has been issued. It'll be the first permit issued for the new East Bend rising on the former Kmart property. Also, three other projects are now permitted. Several are near completion. Their total value there, about $5 million. The drought is worsening across the state and in northwest Georgia. Rome and Cartersville both have seen a three-plus inch deficit in rainfall in the last 30 days. Georgia Health News looks at hospital readmissions, including how four area hospitals have been performing and what type of penalties they'll face. That story now posted on Hometown Headlines. Your weekend update presented by the Forum River Center. We have the Fiddlin' Fest, October Fest, the Mushroom Festival, the Covered Ridge Festival, plus two concerts. All those details available on our weekend section today. Ware Mechanical Weather Center. In addition to the drought, we had looking at temperatures being in the mid-70s Saturday and Sunday with perhaps a third of an inch of rain coming into the area Sunday into Monday. Overnight lows Sunday morning, by the way, will be in the upper 40s. Our broadcast, of course, today, you're listening to our audio report. We'll have our rant of the day coming up in a couple minutes. Also on our podcast, don't forget, Allie Mitchell of the United Way talks about the changes going on there. Also, we discuss what's going to be coming up with the Drowned Valley Brewing Company opening soon in Cartersville, downtown Cartersville. Obituaries today, we say farewell to Mr. Don Egan. Yes, he of the plumbing company. Also, Mrs. Hazel Francis Taylor. We have public health restaurant inspection scores for you this morning. Also, the Greater Community Bank Crime Watch section updates from Floyd, Bartow, and Polk counties. Politics, a reminder, advanced voting for the city commission election starts Monday. It'll be weekdays, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. now through November 1st. You'll be voting this year at the health department. Two forms, by the way, set for next week. Truett's Chick-fil-A sports report for the morning. We have John McClellan's high school picks to win tonight. We have the whole football schedule for you this evening as well. On Saturday, Barry hosts Hendricks at 2 o'clock. Shorter travels to West Alabama at 5 p.m. Georgia Tech takes on Duke 12.30 p.m. And the Bulldogs host South Carolina at noon. Also, we have an update today from Shorter University. The conference has put out its picks for the men's and women's basketball tournament, basketball games in season, we should say. Looks like Shorter could be number 13 out of 13 teams in both men and women. Okay, our rant of the day, it's a familiar one. We'll say this in a cliche way. Power to the people, right on. Eric and Jackie McDowell spent part of Thursday evening on a roundup. Yard by yard, neighborhood by neighborhood, they collected all those Save Somerville Park signs after a months-long battle in Rome's historical subdivision that they should not have won, but they did. It was perfectly evident that Sleep Inn was on the way, encroaching onto Charlton Street, including bringing in all the incoming and outgoing traffic. That traffic would be diverted off of Turner McCall onto Charlton. The zoning was in order. The property had been purchased. All that was missing was a building permit. 
But the neighborhood fought back. The signs went up both off Martha Berry and even in some communities around town. The YouTube testimonials were next, with each resident describing why they chose to live there, some of whom have been there more than 40 years and counting. There were letters to the editor, hometown headlines podcast, newspaper headlines, you name it. The darkest hour, both for the homeowners and, unfortunately, for the city of Rome, was when the city commission basically washed its collective hands of the matter, citing expected court costs if Rome got into a brawl with the developer. Commissioners issued what we call a verbal participation trophy to the neighborhood for its efforts during a commission meeting. It was another dereliction of duty on the commission's part. But Mayor Bill Collins himself, a Somerville Park resident, and Eric McDowell, president of the Homeowners Association, refused to give up. Working with Sandra Hudson of the Housing Authority, a plan B was devised. The hotel property would instead become a much smaller collection of residences set aside for seniors. The deal closed this week, which is why the McDowells were out picking up signs on Thursday evening. Somerville Park wasn't the only neighborhood with a problem that wasn't being solved. Look at what the Between the Rivers folks went through with that pack of wild dogs and all those mauled cats. Once again, it took perseverance and determination by the neighbors to finally get a level of action needed to help rid the community of the problem. Things have been quiet since two of the more vicious dogs were caught in another neighborhood being terrorized, that one over in East Rome. Both are examples of neighbors helping neighbors, especially when government is too busy or too apathetic to respond. You know that squeaky wheel cliche? It's more of a truism than a cliche. In both cases, the residents were as professional as they were insistent that their respective problems must be fixed. Their expanded efforts should not have been needed, but alas, they were. Likewise, both are examples of a power shift back to the public. We're seeing that on a corporate level as well as both the weapons issue and vaping make headlines. The federal government is too afraid to act. Reputable businesses, on the other hand, are taking action on their own. We hope to see local businesses get involved in our community as well. Inaction by local government, state government, and federal government created a vacuum. We commend those who are stepping up to clean it up on their own. This is John Druckenmiller with Hometown Headlines. Thanking you for joining us today. We hope you have a great weekend in Northwest Georgia. It's Friday. That means it's time to get funky. Yep, funky drug. Courtesy of our friends, Harry Musselwhite again. Have a great weekend in Northwest Georgia.